Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Um, well, we're obsessed. We like we literally uh, like reread it. I, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like yesterday I was like, all right, like I read it a while ago and I was going through all my notes and then I was like, I'm just going to, you know, flip through. And then all of a sudden I'm like rereading it. It's my husband walks in and he's like, didn't you like already read this? I like how, yeah, our husband's (laughs) now like, (laughs) (laughs) but you bring the stories to light. Like we were saying that before too, like other contemporary romance authors, like they write decent stories. Like I feel like this is like real. Like these people are real. Yeah. And yeah. It's a real place, and what they're going through is real life. And I want to be their friends. Yeah, no. <laughs> Thank you. If you hear that growling, that's my dog growling oh. at a squirrel outside. Stop it. Um, <laughs> honestly, that's the biggest, the biggest compliment to me because my favorite stories, when it comes to contemporary, that's my favorite thing. Is when it feels like the characters like exist after the story. And you yeah. go somewhere, you think about them. And um, yeah, I, I think that that's my Like the banter seems real. It doesn't seem forced. Or yeah. Like, like there, yeah, there are, I mean, I, contemporary romance is like my favorite your, genre. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, thing. And I am like, I Mary from like at Roses Are Red, mm-hmm. she has have to read Funny Feelings. And I was like, it was already on my list. I'm like, I'm going to get yeah. to it. And then she was like, no, 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 you have to read this. So I adore we, her. I was like, all right, we'll do, we'll do it for the podcast. And when I tell you, like, I mean, you listen, like, obsessed. obsessed. It doesn't begin to just <laughs> I loved it so much. And, I, and then I was like, all right, well, now, like, I have to go read Rootbound. I'm on my honeymoon, literally, in France, <laughs> on a beach. And my husband's like, do you want to go in the water? I'm like, I, no. I'm like, do not. <laughs> he was like, are you? I was like, I'm, like, literally not well. And then now that, I was like. We were talking, it's so good. Like we did, how did you know that you wanted to like become a writer? Yeah. Like how did this like work out for you? Um it's so <laughs> I, I always liked loved writing and that was my favorite thing to do in school and everything, but it just never occurred to me to actually attempt it because you don't think you'll be able to do anything with it. Um but when it came to 2020, I I mean I've probably said this before, but before 2020, I was primarily like a romance reader. I didn't read contemporary like at all. I I grew up on Harry Potter and Twilight, and so I like <laughs> and in my adult years in college before, because I feel like I'm older than everybody. But in college, before it was cool, I read Akatar, and you know people thought I was a nerd. But now everybody's in love with them. But yeah. so it was like I always read that. But um, like everybody we all collectively had anxiety in 2020 and it's just continued to carry over, I think, but I um, (laughs) just was reading everything and I got, I couldn't read another like romance. I couldn't read about like a pretend world facing like a world ending foe because it felt too real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then I picked up, I just wanted a book to make me laugh. And I think the very first one I picked up was the unhoneymooners. Yeah. And I loved it. I laughed. It felt, it was like that feeling where it felt like they could be real. It felt like the story could be real. Um, 
and uh, then I read some Tessa Bailey, and I was like, okay, well, I like the spice in this one, but, and, I, and I like, like, the fun, funniness in this one, and it just kind of, I spiraled. I think I read everything <laughs> that year, and then I just um, want, started writing something else I wanted to read because I felt like I had read everything. Yeah. And I think I wrote Rootbound in like two or three months. It was pretty manic. Um, and then I <laughs> put it aside because I thought, no way will I ever do anything with that. Um, I at Friendsgiving one year, uh, the, like the almost the whole that year in 2020 at Friendsgiving, I a few drinks in had like admitted it to my friends. <laughs> Great. And so they made me show them. And then it was like, it still took me like six months to pump myself up enough to be like, all right, maybe I should try yeah. to put this out there. So I kind of flung it out there. And then after that, I, and during writing all that is when I initially started writing the co-op too. That, that in the beginning of the book, I was yeah. Wait, yeah, we were like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And it was like, so, and part of that was inspired because I, um, my husband and I built our house, and so we had to go through a full build. Mm -hmm. uh, we lived in a fifth wheel with our two kids and two dogs for six months. Oh, wow. Zero out of ten. Do not recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just all the decisions and all the stuff that comes with, like, a house project, I thought the concept of, like, trying to fall in love with somebody during that mm -hmm. was would be hilarious because, you know, home renovation projects are notoriously terrible on a relationship, let alone one that already has its issues. Uh, yeah, with, you know, the bad communication. Yes, between the two yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I try to find a way where it's not, sometimes I think of certain things in stories and I think of what bothers me or, you know, what doesn't feel like if, it, if that was me, I would never forgive that person. And and so sometimes I try to find a way, like, when what could be compelling but still feel real. And right. that's usually that's what I try. I gravitate towards you so much because it, it's, like, things that, like, yeah, like, like we, we're, all, we're married, too. So, like, we're, mm -hmm. I'm, we fight with our husbands. But like, it's never yes. anything that's going to, like, detrimentally, like, hurt the relationship. Right. And it's like, wait, you're, you're back together because of what? Like, that makes yeah. no sense. It's there, like it's yeah. realistic. There are so many books where I'm like at the end, I'm like, I'm happy they're together, but yeah. there's no, no way. way. Yeah. No way. <laughs> no way. And it's like, I still enjoyed the journey, but this was yeah. fiction yeah. to me. Yeah. I, I like to, sometimes I like to be able to like pretend that I'm in the story the whole way through. I, I think oh, it about me. <laughs> Somehow we're always the female in character. Yeah, I'm like, the story. Yeah. No, but yeah, like, I'm like, this is me. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Oh. So yeah, that then after that, funny feelings was kind of like I just had to write it I had um after Rootbound came out and I think this is I've, after talking to a bunch of other author, authors this happens to a lot of us after you release a book you get almost like like the blues a little bit like kind of like the baby blues after you put something out you get a little bit like down I had a weird interaction on the internet and it was like I just couldn't let it go mm -hmm. and it was I have my like I said, I think in Funny Feelings at the beginning, one of my go-to things is watching stand-up. And I was like, see, I don't judge these people for their art. This makes me feel better. This makes me happy. And so 
why can't and my books do the same thing and then it was like I had I had to write that one too but and I that one flew out of me and I yeah that's the one that like once you go are you just like full force you're going like it's usually that's awesome usually and it doesn't um not with the (laughs) co-op not with the co-op that one was like I deconstructed it took out so much stuff that was like I know if I'm getting bored reading it and I've written it, nobody wants to read it. Like some of the details stuff about the house stuff is like, how can you make it feel like it's really happening? And I'm not just giving you the fun information, but um, not mind-numbingly boring. Because <laughs> the house stuff can be like that. Yeah, so it was like the perfect combination of plot and then like character development. Yeah, I mean, like, I love books that are, like, character-driven, but I, like, love the plot, too, and I feel like this had both. Like, it was really character-driven, obviously, but, like, you did, I, like, I hate when they're, like, when I read a book, and they're in, like, the characters are in a scenario, like, okay, like, they're fixing up a house, but then you never hear about the house again. Yeah, (laughs) Like, you knew what was going on, like, it was, like, brought up multiple times. Yes, and I feel like there was so much humor brought by the two of them working together and fixing up the house. Like, like, the pillow, the pillow scene. Oh, The pillow scene. Because (laughs) I'm times have you come home with like a, like a home goods shit. bag or yeah. a TJ Maxx bag and your husband's I, like in it and you're like oh nothing. Like, literally like a do- like I've some- had that forever yeah yeah like yeah it's always been here like it's like like, like I've had it forever but I had it in my trunk for at least two weeks so. yeah. <laughs> exactly I'm like are are you are you gonna be home in 10 minutes yeah and I'm like oh get anything yeah <laughs> then he goes so for real you know, all yeah. the bags in yeah <laughs> It's so real. It's so real. And that's what I mean. Like, I like when things feel like I like universal truths like that. Like, we all do it. And yeah, our husbands don't actually care, but they also don't don't really get it most of the time. So like, I've, they I'm, never get it. I'm a big Christmas girl. And every year I get, you know, I already have probably five boxes yeah. of Christmas things. And then I get more stuff. Like, I just bought something at Home Depot recently and it's been like hidden like behind some boxes yes. in the garage and I know I'm gonna take it out and he's gonna be like did we have that last year I'm like yes yes, yes. yeah we absolutely we did definitely did yeah oh absolutely and I like when people that understand that kind of find my stories because I realize you know not everybody's been in a like a long-term relationship yet where they've had to live with another person and how that dynamic changes and how it you're you're forced to show like your less mature side yeah. with a, a lot of the time we're not always we're imperfect we're not always going to be great communicators mature no. you know we're not we're, like, sometimes I, still super immature <laughs> we, I, I mean I am too I have and I have like a 10 year old and an eight year old and I still like put the toilet paper I'll roll on backwards on purpose sometimes yeah. because I know it irritates him but it you know it, it just is part of reality I think yeah yeah and like another thing that I really loved too um and like it like resonated with me was when they're they're on like their walk and they're looking at the houses and Rin is like oh I think that house would be me because yeah. like that's how she thinks that people perceive her yeah and Deacon is like no like that is like you're like yeah like you have like maybe a hard exterior but like he sees her for the person that she, she believes is, yeah. that she is 
but that she thinks that nobody else sees. And it's like when the person that you care about the most, like sees you and understands yeah, you. Exactly. Nothing better than that. Um, and then even at the end when he was like, I wish I could get you that house, like, because he knows yeah. more than just the house. To yeah. Her. Yes. Yeah. Reflective means feels like she is the person. Yeah. It means something. And it means, you know, again, that's part of the best part about a loving relationship is that you are safe to show not only your ugly parts, but your softer parts. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, it makes you excited to be a better version of yourself sometimes too, especially yeah. when you can be not the best version of yourself with that person. Yeah. yeah. And give and take, even like, Oh, there was one part. I like lost my whole train of thought now. <laughs> I looked at one of my questions and I saw that I saw them. I like we wrote a question. I was like, "Did she get the umbrella tattoo?" Like, my oh my gosh! Right on. Not that. yet. Not yet. But I'm going if to. Yes for it. I'm going to. I um. You need to get like a little like octopus now holding an umbrella. That's what. And, so, and then I was like, how? And then I could put maybe like a little cowboy on it. Yes, maybe have, like, a cowboy hat on it. Cowboy hat holding an <laughs> umbrella like that would be fun. Honestly, it would be so cute. I know. I want. I would really like to get the umbrella tattoo, but I I want to do it in Vegas, especially because. Yeah. I know, especially because I know uh, um, a few people did that at Love yeah. in Vegas this weekend. So now I'm like, well, now I have to. And it's, I mean, you're not far from Vegas. No. No, super quick flight. It's like an hour flight from here. Yeah. I could do it. I'll meet you there. I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean let's do it. I need an excuse to go. Um, Same. I haven't been since I had COVID. So I need to oh, go. Oh, gosh. I know. I, haven't, I don't think I've been to Vegas since I went to a bachelorette party. So it's yeah. been a few Thanks. years. Um, yeah, I think that we went, when did my, like was, in 2018, I was like, I think I just turned 30. Yeah. Yeah. By now. You're 33. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I almost just said I'm 33, but I forgot that I am 34. So I will be 34 in December. We literally had this argument said something the other day and she was like, Oh, like turning 32. And I'm like, I'm like, so you're scratching my head. And I'm like, I don't remember. Wait, hold on a second. Like, I thought I was like, I had a full on debate, like counting like the years when I was born. I was like, this bitch is lying. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're older than that. Sorry. Yes, I am. I, my automatic answer for like, at least a solid two years was the um, 26. And I think that's because my brain stopped when I had my last kid. And, and so that was like my automatic answer and it kept happening and my husband was finally like no you you didn't lose five years of your life you need to accept it all right (laughs) that's so funny so we know who you base your male main characters off of and we love the little tidbits you throw in like Like, dying when we read that but like do do the female main characters come from any inspo or you're just kind of yeah I I definitely, for me, when I read a book, I picture it like a movie. So I, and I get really frustrated if I can't pick out that person. So sometimes I'll leave my book and go like on Pinterest and (laughs) look for people. So usually for me, if I am writing somebody, I like, I'll have a certain somebody that sticks in my mind and I end up just kind of when I picture mannerisms and things like that, sticking with them, um, it and it just sucks when you can't get a certain person out of your head anyway. Like, I think when I first started writing Funny Feelings, I was going for John Krasinski, like bearded, because especially because I knew he learned sign language. 
yeah. for um for that for that movie, the scary one. Oh, yeah. they couldn't make noise. Yeah. I was gonna say you Silent know, but I, yeah, Silent. yeah. And I couldn't remember, yeah, and so I kept thinking about that, but then Chris Evans got stuck in my head, you know, bummer, but, um, Big bummer. You know, <laughs> he is always stuck in my head, exactly. <laughs> just adjusting. You're fine. Oh, yeah, and then the same thing with the female characters, I usually just have somebody that pops in my head, and I try to, I usually have to pick somebody, um, I don't, I didn't really with, with Rootbound, with Funny Feelings, I had Zoe, so we yeah. did so Dutch um, stuck in my head the whole time, um, but yes, I no. tried to not do that with Rootbound because I thought like, oh, I don't want anybody that to have to get somebody else stuck in their head. But it's just work what works for me when I'm writing now, so that's kind of what I stick yeah. with. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I if you that. ever want to write another story with Chris Evans as inspo, you can use me as okay character inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. I'll, I'll get your written consent. <laughs> she wouldn't be opposed to the main not character be being like Teresa's name as well. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> <Not at> all. <laughs> Absolutely. So, oh, that is your man. I also, I'm honest, it's like really become a problem. It's I think sick. in my marriage, like <laughs> it's like it's it's ridiculous too. Just um that clip that went around the the be honest, be honest. I was like. And just and couldn't watch it enough times. Yeah. Oh god, I I still watch it and it's been months. Yeah. Like when like Deacon has um like a New England accent too, and I'm like, this yep. dark hair, tall tattoos, New England accent. I guess that's my yeah. time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I couldn't stray away from it. Again, it's like certain little things get stuck in my head and I have to yeah. kind of run with them. Are you working on anything now? Or are you like taking a break? I'm supposed to be taking a break. Um, I have <laughs> two things that I would really like to work on. And um, one of them is an interconnected one with the with the co-op. Okay. okay. And then another one is something new that I would be kind of dipping my toes into some small town romance stuff. So we'll see which one ends up kind of taking the cake over my attention. Love a small town. Yeah. I was gonna say, but I also love an interconnected. Yeah, I mean, same. But like, yeah. Parks, like I was so obsessed with Deacon. Like, yeah, no. And like when he, because I'm a babbler. So like when he babbles for like, like, like there's paragraphs of babble, and then he just like comes out and says, "I love you." I'm like, here, take this yeah, off with something. On. Yeah, his like declaration <laughs> at the terrific. end when he is like he gets no sleep the night before, like, and he has to out. watch her like flirt with their friend. And he just like has like a whole breakdown, the meltdown. That was probably <laughs> my for me, I was one like, of my favorite <laughs> scenes to write ever. Just because so good, and it felt real to like feel I, real. Like I like jealousy scenes sometimes irritate me, mm-hmm. um, just because again, if that was me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, in real life. But when it was like he he was miserable and he was mad at himself for acting like that too at the same time i can relate to that and especially not getting any sleep and I, you know i was worried i was going to piss a lot of people off with the one bed but nothing happened thing um but i didn't even write it like, I, was, I didn't even but i think the vibrator scene just was everything the vibrator scene was so good he made up for it <laughs> i had to do that it was just something that Especially because it was important to me to show them, like, trying to make 
you know, have forward momentum, but then like certain things set them back. And especially in Lorenz's case, like being a little bit comfortable, getting too comfortable, getting too vulnerable was always met with like a, a moment that she felt ashamed or felt silly or stupid after um, or embarrassed, you know, just a little bit like. Oh God, I got too comfortable. Like the character, like what you were showing us about these characters, like everything yes. felt true to them. Because like she, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they both like have yeah. um, obviously like deep rooted insecurities yeah. because of things, mm-hmm. mostly like daddy, daddy issues. Shoes. <laughs> yeah. Um, they both do. But like, yeah, her whole thing is like putting out this like out, like she yeah. has to be perfect all the time and everything has to be perfect. And I mean, for for somebody, she says like, you know, I don't, I don't cry when I'm sad. I like, but like when you mm-hmm. get embarrassed, like that's when she lets her emotions yeah. show, um, yeah. and like that's so I don't know I felt like that was so authentic and I I mean who I love a one bed trope but it would have felt very inauthentic yeah. for the two of them I agree exactly um like this just, felt yeah. more real like she was finally letting her guard down she thought she was alone she's having a moment yeah. and then it's like yes. he just happened to be there but even like the blabber like the blubbering like when I'm frustrated I can go off on like a tangent like you my husband's like all right like shut up like yeah. Said your point, like that's exactly what it's like frustration like yeah. you're you're and, vocalizing it and he his whole like dialogue in that scene too um I mean again like I said I read a lot of like romances and contemporary romances and sometimes these like big declarations of love come off like kind of like corny yeah and, like, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody nobody's ever do that, that. yeah um, yeah. if somebody said that to me I'd be like Ugh. um but like it was, yeah. like, so real. Like, yeah. I was, like, I can, this is well, something that. Like, you kept bringing this up, but, like, the jealousy scene, he was, like, you don't smile like that to me, you, yeah, but you smile, smile like that yeah. to customer. It's, like, like, I can see, like, I don't know if Gil would say that. <laughs> like, you're, like, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I can see, like, yeah. like, but I, like, but, like, I can see people doing that. Like, oh, like, you're smiling. Exactly. Like, what about me? Yeah. That and, like, just being, like, uh, you know, so comfortable with somebody else when it makes you mad like and it makes you feel like okay I messed this up too much Mm -hmm. and it's a I think even feeling help a little more helpless is worse than feeling really angry or frustrated about something when you feel helpless and you feel like you're not going to be able to change it that combined with jealousy is real so it feels like it could feel a lot more real to me so that was where I tried to come from with that yeah um and yeah, at least he was trying to check himself a little bit, too, during right. it. Like, I'm sorry I'm acting like this, but this is... And, like, it was just... it To me, it didn't feel, like, too quick at that point. Yeah. Because she thought she had taken it off the table. She, she was trying to respect their friendship. He thought the same thing, but once somebody caved she was like all right I'm I'm there with you and so yeah. to me that's when I get frustrated is when there's all this build up and they both clearly feel the same way but one person gives and the other person's like never mind I'm still scared yeah <laughs> that's when I'm like oh come on no you're not yeah. but. And like with a lot of times too when you have like a jealousy scene or like a jealous like you know, male character, it's almost like they become, like, very, like, alpha and, like, yeah. possessive, and, like, that, for me, is, like, a, Again, like, eternal, like, yeah. like, I don't like that, so, like, and his, not like, really real, yeah, and, his, like, his vulnerability, like, vulnerability, I can't speak, um, 
like it just like makes him I, I just like endeared me to him like, yeah. I just like yeah. I just want to squeeze him also, I know I, I do love I did love writing that part it was a lot of fun for me yeah I think I like I mean I loved him throughout I am obsessed with Halloween so when yeah. he proposed on Halloween in, in a Gomez costume yeah I, the mustache like like cat of me I was like I oh, yes <laughs> I mean have you seen that clip going around about like the behind the scenes note on the script of the Adams family no. like it was like footnotes basically like whatever we're filming with them we just want it to be very clear that these people like go at it with each other every chance they get and so and what I don't care what you know and I have always laughed at that with that movie and I just pictured them that way that way like mm-hmm. dressing up like that and having fun for Halloween and especially because Lauren quite literally gives off black cat energy I wanted it to I wanted something like that to end on that note that was awesome and I, I like we like your epilogues like Thank they you. Feel, like, they're not too long they're like the perfect amount like and it, and like, it, it completes like, the story yeah like it's a full, yeah you get the whole thing. Like it's, it's, it's a full circle. Like you feel content and then you're very sad when it's end. Cause it's like, Oh my God. Like what are we doing now? <laughs> yeah, like, like, I just want to yeah. call them up and like, they're my friends. But you feel complete. Like you, like yeah. you put your books down. You're like, okay. Like, like I, I know that they're good and they're like, good. they're going to be together yeah. and like everything. Like they got their babies, out. like everything. Yeah. Like it's all, yeah. Like, yeah. like it feels good. Oh, I love that. That's the best compliment. I just, um, I try with epilogues. If it's not something that could, it, already be in the book then I think it's worthy of a of an epilogue and I'm such a sucker for like their happy ending like however whatever kind of happy ending fits for them and especially for Deacon and Loren they earned that domesticity they they've really like earned like a big happy ever after but in the most simple kind of way like they're living the happiest life but they're not like off on some crazy vacation for their anniversary they're not like because that's kind of what the whole their whole story is is like being able to find like a great love in your very basic ordinary circumstances I was gonna say find a place like to call home which like their home is wherever each other are but but, you know yes exactly Um, the millennial in me also loved um the friends um pivot (laughs) Like, call out, I was like, I knew it immediately. When, like, when I started oh, yeah. reading it, she was like, don't be that guy, don't say it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I have moved, God, like seven times, I think, in the last 14 years, 14, 15 oh. years. Oh, it's made? happened every time, every single time. Always. Like, I don't, Always. and I don't care what anybody says. Like, Friends is a classic to me. Like, I can yeah. really watch it. I put it on every night before bed. It's on, like, yep. Nickelodeon or Freeform or whatever and that's how I go to sleep like it's just so classic I just it's it's like a timeless tv show it you really can't, is. you can't it's help the it perfect up. background show just to have on because you can pop in at any episode anytime and you can catch up on what whatever they're doing it's the best it really like there's like not one single like episode that I'm like oh I don't feel like watching this but it's on. no they're all good never they're all good never oh totally agree like now yeah, just like reading again yeah she's just looking at oh, the yeah I, <laughs> Every time we podcast and we like do like a book club one, I'm always just like, let me read you this entire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. You did that job. I know. It's like, it's no, it's bad. Um, 
That's like, don't, don't, like, don't yeah, like, no, I had to put it down. I really am just going to start reading. No, don't, don't let her do that to you. We should oh my have, gosh. Do you want to hear the, my favorite part? <laughs> you can. Uh, you can. <laughs> I mean, I probably will at some point. <laughs> You'll start getting DMs. Yeah, I'll be like, actually, we didn't talk about this, but I really want to bring this part up again. Um, I love that. Yeah. What else did we have? That was it. This was just, it was just so good. It was such a good book. Thank you. Right, it's just magical to us. Like, I mean, I don't care. Same times. I just, like, yeah. can't reiterate, like, how much, like, these yeah. characters, like, feel like part of, like, my friend group now. Yeah. Uh, like, that means so much like, to me. That's my favorite like, thing. I feel like it's I can, like, book. call, like, I yeah. get all these, like, women, too. Like, they can all hang out together. All the yeah. guys would get along well. Like, we just need to get them all into, like, the same, like, we need to get them all to Vegas. <laughs> I would love that. We'll meet them there. Yes. I mean, I mean, an idea for you when you have like nothing else to do. <laughs> you should just like write like a bonus chapter where they all meet in Vegas. Something like that. I've yeah. joked like, what if they all, you know, ended up on like the same resort together somewhere? Yeah. How funny would that be? Emily Henry I- wrote a bon- like a bonus thing that she sent in like her grocery list like email. And it was the layovers. Yes, the layovers. All the airport. So I love that. Yeah. I'm like, that would just be so cute. You know? And it would make sense. Like maybe they go to like a show. Like maybe they go That's see true. Yeah. Farley at a show. And they hey. all maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> I love that. I love that idea. I have and I have um ideas for like newsletter content because I do have a lot of little random deleted scenes and stuff like that I'm very much like an overwriter at first where I'll be going through it at the end and I'm like this was this is fun but this is very oddly placed so I I guess I have to get rid of it but I save them everywhere so That's you never know you sign up for my newsletter I was curious so I saw like a video I think it was yesterday or two days ago and it was like an interview with Lisa Jewell and she was saying how she like doesn't outline anything she just kind of starts writing and then sees where the story goes which I think is mental, but like, how, like what's your writing process? Like, do you like just start writing and hope it turns into the direction you <laughs> want it to? Or do you like outline? I really wish that I outline. I've actually talked about this a couple of times with um, BK Borison too, because I would love to develop a process so that I could make things a little bit easier on myself. Sometimes I try to outline, or at least at like the beginning of a chapter, I'll outline what I want to happen in that scene. And even if I like have a very clear picture of what's coming next, I'll try to write that and then I'll go back to it now. Um, I, every time I do outline or like, again, just kind of at the beginning of chapters, it ends up in a completely different place than where, what I thought it was going to be. So um, as much as I try, it kind of doesn't always work out that way. And I would really like it. I'd re- like it for my brain yeah. if I could be a little bit more organized about it, but easier said than done, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. I know certain points that I want to hit. I know, I knew from the beginning with this one that there was going to be no third act breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that the third act drama was basically going to be like, the sadness over the house and stuff like that. Um, so I knew where that was going to, at least knew where that was going to end up. It was just the minutia in the middle. 
Right. Really. I knew how I wanted to start. I knew that I wanted to start from somewhere um, in the middle of the story at the prologue. Uh, because a lot of I, thrillers start out that way. And I'm always very interested to like get to that point. And like, how did you get there to where you're ready to kill this person? Yeah. Um, so I was really interested to try to start things like that this time. And from there, it all just kind of came came together. That's awesome. Also the playlist, like oh, amazing yeah. playlist. Yeah, I lo- thank you. There's like one thing, well, there's a few things that I love about like, the beginnings of books. One is a playlist and, and the one with Taylor Swift on it, which you had. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. um, not for your book, but in fantasy books, a uh, pronunciation guide. Yes. A pronunciation guide and a playlist right at the beginning. Like I'm typically always sold. I feel like yes. it's, it kind of sets you up, you know, like you can look at the songs and like kind of know where the story is going. Yeah. Like, age what's and happening. I love, like, I love kind of trying to guess like based on the playlist, like what the story is going to look yeah. like. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. And then... Mm-hmm. My last question for you. Yes. Or I guess our last question for you. What is your favorite beverage and snack to <laughs> consume either while writing or just like reading? Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I'm really going to like reveal myself here for the garbage raccoon that I am. You're speaking to <laughs> fellow garbage raccoons. <laughs> My God. I, well, okay. Especially like three books in a year is not emotionally or physically healthy (laughs) so um I consume anything with caffeine I mean I'm like three but I'm still such a basic bitch that my favorite thing is like diet coke on ice (laughs) my favorite best friend (laughs) my favorite thing and then um especially specifically while writing let me think of a good snack I have so many. Katie's <laughs> a Reese's girl. I love Reese's, Reese's wrappers cups, everywhere. Yeah. One second. I moved that wrapper. I don't know if you can see it. <laughs> at the top there. I moved it at the last second because I was terrified. Somebody was going to see what a little garbage rat I am. Literally safe. in my kids. Halloween kids. <laughs> yeah. um, big time Reese's fan. Yeah. But I will say, do you like the classic cups? Or do you like the holiday? I'm a classic cup gal. I'm a sucker for the eggs, the trees, and the hearts. Like the, yeah, I love the holiday ones. Yeah. They've really got the perfect cup. peanut butter ratio. It's so good. But and I would say it's probably like chip-wise. Yeah. I'm a huge, uh, like when I'm writing, it's usually like Cheez-Its because there's no cheese mm-hmm. stuff on your fingers. Cheez-Its are so good. But no, if you ever like listen to the podcast and you hear... Like like ice like clinking in a glass. We're drinking Diet, Diet Coke, Coke through our podcast. And heroes. <laughs> and I'm always, heroes. Like, I'm always like burping like in like my like. Well, it's like we're, we like laugh at each other like we this is the dumbest thing we could do because we're both like looking at you like trying to not. That's my favorite. Although I'm laughing right now because look across the room over there my little can of Diet Coke. Can Diet Coke. Uh, yes. Also like a yeah. dog. I am. A garbage rat. All, we're all the same. We're all yeah. the same. We're all the same. We're yeah. joking about it over here too. But we just wanted to thank you. Yeah, for thank you so much for taking us. time. Thank you for having me. I knew this would be fun. Yeah, I mean, this you're our first like yeah official. Oh, yay. We really are. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I hope it goes well. Like I'm like, I never. I'm like, 
I'm not like when you were like, oh, send the link. I was like, oh my god, I didn't even do that. Like, oh, I thought I definitely assumed that I couldn't find it in my Discord. I should, I like, yeah, how dare you? Miss that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, I'm so unprofessional. And Megan Maker send me a link for like it's probably like the third time. No, I. That was. I'm just doing, we're all just doing our best out here. Exactly. You know? We're all just we're doing try, what we're we just trying to get through the day, honestly. <laughs> yes. Right. Exactly. Uh, but no, I mean, nice to officially meet you. Yes, as face to face, I guess. Face to face, exactly. Um, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, we can't wait so to much. see like whatever you start working on next. Okay, I can't wait either. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm trying to. I promised my family I would take a little bit of time off, but so I'm just writing a little bit here and there every day. But we'll see how long it takes. Yeah, yeah, we'll and, be, we'll and, be anti- like highly anticipating. Like, and absolutely no pressure on the Teresa Chris Evans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wink, wink. But yeah. <laughs> Don't ever show anybody that that was my link because they will probably I, try to hospitalize me. I can't wink either. I'm always like, <laughs> <laughs> you're so smooth. Oh my I'm gosh. Try to wink at my husband. He's like, are you having a stroke? Yeah. <laughs> no, mine's like, don't try that. No. Yeah. Try. no. I'm like, no, that's sexy. I'm that's like, you yeah. like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's no game whatsoever. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, no, thank you so much again. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. Anytime. This was so much fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and course. if we start bothering you, you can just ignore us. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never bother me. Okay. You guys also, I will have to say, have very like similar taste in stories to like everything that I I love and that's not just because you like love my stories I just like between the fantasy and everything else that you guys have really enjoyed I feel like awesome. very in line so I'm always happy to talk to people about books that have the same excitement and feelings as I do because I think they're right so yeah <laughs> When I see yeah. people disagree with like what I uh, what I think, I'm like, no. <laughs> it's so hard because you're like, yes, I know reading subjective, but but you're wrong. But you're wrong. <laughs> uh, what I like to do, really quick that I swear I'll let you go. <laughs> what I like, to, like when I'm in like a mood, like so I have I have my period right now, and like I get cranky like right before, and what I'll do is I'll go read like one star reviews on books that I really like and get like just to get angry like yeah just to have somewhere to direct your anger yeah it's yeah, true exactly it's my favorite and least favorite thing that I do <laughs> oh my gosh I have like the Akatar ones mm-hmm. are a great entertainment because oh, they're, they're really fantastic funny. they're like <laughs> yeah they're great I won't even get into some and of my favorite ones like who hasn't read Akatar at this yeah. point but yeah yeah exactly I mean if you haven't I'm sorry you for your life <laughs> It's it's a gate it's a gateway drug. It is a gateway. Exactly. Exactly. Hundred percent. Well, thank you guys for having yeah, me. You. Enjoy your this evening. Was so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. Thank you so much. And we'll of probably talk to you. We'll probably respond to one of your like stories. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you.